Welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, a podcast about horror movies and great beer. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, episode three. Thanks for coming by. If this is your first time checking us out, thank you for listening. And while you're at it, feel free to subscribe so you can download all of our new episodes as we release them. And while you're at it, leave us a review. Good or bad, we enjoy reading them. We'd like to know what we can fix or what we can just keep on doing. We're on Spotify now, too. Yes, Ryan. Spotify. Ryan hooked that up the other day. Thank you, Ryan. We're on Spotify. And you're welcome, everyone. (laughs) Listen to Spotify. There you go. I'm a Spotify listener. (laughs) For those of you who have downloaded our past episodes and have come back to this one, thanks for coming back. Uh, The response from our first few has been incredible on Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, everything we're on. Uh, we only we hope to only get better at this. This is episode three. We've, we're learning a lot, and we are excited to get going. So let's kick this off. My name is Kevin Lambert. I'm here with three of my good friends, Kevin Johnson, Ryan Bork, and Caleb Monroe. Hello, guys. Good evening, Mr. Lambert. Evening. Hello. Everyone's here. And off to the side, our hero, Thunder John, setting up the mics, making us sound incredible. Thank you, Thunder. Thank you, Thunder. And let's move on to the second point, the beer. That's right. Kevin's become our beer master. What are we drinking today? Today we are drinking Parish Brewing Company's On V. On V. On V. Now, if you're not from Louisiana and you're looking to get this beer, it's a great beer. It's an IPA. Um, It is bursting with glorious aromas of mango, orange, and other tropical fruits. It's a really hoppy beer, but it's not quite as potent. As, as some of the other IPAs, some of the other <laughs> you listen to our last episode. You you can hear how strong hop blooded is. Yes, on, on V is a really easy one to drink. Uh, we're most of us are drinking it from the sixteen ounce cans. Oh it's also available in twelve ounce bottles. If you're looking for it, it is spelled E N V I E, kind of like Envy but with I E on it. Yes, but it is called On V, and it is with Parish Brewing Company in Broussard, Louisiana, about an hour plus down the road. Right down the road. You can visit their tap room Monday through Saturday. Thanks so much to the people at Parish for letting us promote their beer on our podcast. You need to all check out their brewing house and their beer in stores or online. Yes. I agree. Parish, I've actually have never been to the brewery. I can't wait to go one day. One cool thing that they do at the brewery, they're also eco-friendly. So if you buy a four-pack of they're tall boys or a six pack. If you bring their carriers that they're in, and they're gently used, if you bring them, you bring ten carriers, they give you a pint glass because they recycle nice. them. Awesome. Fifty Lights. fifty gets you a t shirt. Nice. Oh, you know, what is hundred? We should all go. I've got a hundred gets you a brewer's shirt. Ooh. Oh, and a hundred and sixty, which is maybe between the four of us, we could do this. Gets you I a think. tap handle. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I would have boys. no use for that, but no, but it's been really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, be part of our podcast setup. Parish Brewing Company Horror and Hops may be come and visit your brew with a bunch of carriers to be recycled yes. soon. I've got them all. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Parish, and I do love this beer, and I love that they're putting it in Tall Boys. Yes, because the normal Tall Boys you can drink pretty gross. This is a good it, Tall Boy. Like is. what? Like what? I can't say those names. <laughs> I don't want to hurt, hurt their Ryan. feelings. I like But we, we all know between right. us, 
But yes, the beer is delicious, and we will be drinking a lot of them. The last episode, if you want to listen to Pet Cemetery, we got a little Lucy with that hot blooded. It was delicious. Boy, um, good times. Especially, I can speak for myself. I know I was had a very loose tongue there. So we'll see how the on V treats us tonight I for the movie the that we're watching, which is. Dun, dun, dun. The Conjuring yeah. from James Wan, his masterpiece, I believe. Aquaman. Uh, yeah, Aquaman. He's, he's doing Aquaman. The new Aquaman and Fast 7. Fast 7. <laughs> Weird which, was, which was a great fast movie. I've never seen Fast 3. Tokyo oh. Drift, people, for the win. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that kid from Friday Night Lights in it. Yeah, it did. And Flash. The and then he was movie. in that Disney movie with the horse. Flash. That was called Flash. That's how he said it. You're right. <laughs> uh, great stuff. <laughs> Anyways, The Conjuring. We're very excited to watch this movie. Caleb has never seen it. No. The rest of us could all say, including Thunder, that's one of the scary movies we've ever seen. Um, Agreed. I, I love it. So excited. First time I saw it in theaters was with my wife, and she will not watch a scary movie to this day um, <laughs> because of that. And I'm glad she saw it with me. We were, had just started dating, and I guess she was trying to impress me, which she did. Mission accomplished. I'm stuck with her. She's stuck with me. She's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a lucky woman. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. He's going to hate us. Well, what was the first time you watched it, Ryan? Um, not too long after it was released uh, on demand, mm-hmm. uh, after it came out in the theater, I watched it by myself at night. And I'll just say this. It was probably one of the worst decisions I've ever made. Joy. And I love horror movies. That's a big one. My wife came in, and she said uh, the look on my face was... Uh, but she thought it was hilarious, but she she said I looked pretty disturbed and pale. As so, would, as you should a, be after watching that movie. Scary. Yeah. Kevin? First time I watched it was just last year. Uh, huh. It was late one night. I try to watch a horror movie a night in October. Doesn't work all the time with kids, but this one I was determined to watch. It was a late one night, probably one thirty in the morning, something like that. And I'm watching it on my iPad with some headphones in. Lights are all out in the house. It is very creepy. I'm on pins and needles, and out of the corner of my eye, I see my son, who was three at the time, oh, no. just standing in the foyer. Ugh. And uh, we, we've since come to learn that he sleepwalks. But I took paused the movie, took my headphones out, and... Asked him what was up, and he just looked at me and said, Daddy, I'm awake now. <laughs> with this blank, <laughs> blank face, and I'm like, holy crap, let's get you back to bed. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to finish it tonight. but <laughs> Left him outside. Nothing more scary <laughs> than little kids. <laughs> There's nothing scarier than little kids. But there. I finished it. It was probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. I watched it again last night, and there were a couple times I had to pause it. I pulled a Kev, had to pause it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make it through them. Compose myself just a little bit before starting over. So I'm looking forward to tonight. Yeah, I'm not. It's going to be great. They won't let me pause it, people, just so we're clear. Bathroom breaks. If you well, need that's them. understandable. But, but no, you can't, you can't, you can't leave and miss part of it. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Balls deep tonight. See oh, money. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. actually it's exciting. It's the first nighttime movie that we're doing. It's not yeah. exciting. Yeah. No, it's dark, people. It's <laughs> dark. Yeah, no yeah. afternoon. Yeah. So what? before we get to the movie, we're going to do a quick little segment. We... Between Kevin and Ryan and I, we always like to keep up with a lot of the newer horror stuff that's happening, so we'd like to keep you up to date as well. We've got some little new things that are coming up. Ryan, what do you got? Um, Saw a movie trailer for The Prodigy, uh, another 
I guess possession movie is or is what it you know the trailer makes it mm-hmm. look out to be. Um, the actress in it is Taylor Schilling. I don't know if I said her last name right, but she's a star of Orange and Orange is the New Black. Oh, the prison show. Yes, prison show yes. with the women. Uh, Lady Prison Show. And Lady, Lady prison. prison Show. What I liked about the trailer is, um, like, it it looks kind of creepy, but there's not, like, a really... It, it doesn't look all that scary, except for the last scene of the trailer, and it got me. And uh, But it's, you it know, it's kind of like one of those deals, you know, like in comedy movies, you know, uh, oh, man, that movie just looks like they showed all the funny parts, you know, in the trailer, you know, and sometimes they do that with scary movies. Well, this one, you know... Uh, that's what intrigued me about the trailer is like if uh, they're holding out for all the scary parts maybe in the movie perhaps hopefully uh, you'll direct, find out yeah we'll find out Nic- uh, Nicholas McCarthy is a director I've never seen anything he's directed uh, but I started scrolling through the stuff and he did At the Devil's Door uh, I might check that out looks kind of intriguing so. yeah put it on the list I will on the I'll list watch I've watched I've, since we've done, it, done this and it's been Halloween this uh Past month, um, I've watched a ton of horror movies all month long, and I'm I'm still going. So. As you should. I have not. <laughs> As you should. A good time. No, it's not. Kevin, what do you have? Well, I also checked out a trailer this week. Um, it's called The Curse of La Llorona. Yeah, I can't wait Sorry for Sorry to all my Spanish-speaking friends. don't have the best <laughs> accent. But The Curse of La Llorona. It is actually about a Mexican legend of the Weeping Woman, Ooh. which the legend has it that this woman... Married the love of her life, had some kids. He left her for another woman, and she sunk into this depression, got really messed up in the head, and she saw another woman. Not not the woman he left her with, but she just saw another woman in the park one day pushing some infants in a stroller, and she took both of her kids and drowned them in the mm-hmm. river. Yeah, yeah. So that's I'm what okay this that. that's what this movie's based upon. Um they say her ghost stays by waterways and seeks lost children to replace her own. It's terrible. I can't wait. So it comes out comes out April nineteenth of twenty nineteen, stars Linda Cardellini. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, Freaks ah, and Geeks. Scooby Doo. Mrs. Yes. Hawkeye, Velma yeah. from Scooby Doo. Um Girl pretty. Raymond Cruz. Really pretty lady. Any breaking bad fans, that's Tuco from oh, Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> Patricia Vasquez. Yeah. Most famous for her role in The Mummy and The Mummy Returns and Noxuna Moon. Oh boy. I do love those movies, not gonna lie. <laughs> and a, and a, like a Scorpion. Cool Sign me up. <laughs> a cool little reprise, Tony Amendola, who plays the priest, also played the same priest in Annabelle. Ah, and okay. it makes sense because The Curse of La Llorona is directed by James Wan. Yes, James Wan. Who directed The Conjuring. James Wan. Insidious and Annabelle. That guy. We'll be talking more about him after the movie. Is it tied into the universe? I don't know. I I think it has to be because Tony Amendola plays Father Perez, and he's he's reprising his role from Annabelle. So it has to be tied into the universe. Must. Yeah, I did watch that trailer. It was was scary. Yeah, it's kind of slow until the end. But Mm -hmm. man, the end is... Like that was yes. one of those trailers where it was like, if that was just a short film, it's, it's it did awesome. its job. Yeah, it did its job. Well, we're looking forward to that one too. And uh, those are the movie news. We also are going to c- try to cover some other horror fronts. Yeah, Caleb's got us covered on that one. He doesn't like the horror movies, but no. he does like the horror comics. 
Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big comic book fan. Um, that's why Wednesday is the best day of the week, I always say, because new comic books come out that day. So uh, I'm going to mention Witches, uh, which uh, was written by Scott Snyder, not not Zack Snyder, the movie guy. Scott Snyder, the much superior writer. Batman guy. Uh, yeah, the Batman guy. Uh, yeah, he's written a ton of things. done one of my favorite Swamp Thing arcs of all time. He's currently doing Justice League for DC. He's DC exclusive. He does some independent. Witches is his own kind of thing. Um, and it's kind of his own take on witches, but it's much more primal, almost as if they're like a genetic offshoot of us, and they kind of live underground in trees. And the kind of the, the signature thing in the comic is, as you go up here, they go... Like like cheat like teeth biting because they're carnivorous and they eat people uh, and so it's it's really haunting like so I don't I can't do scary movies but I can do scary comic books because I can just turn it turn it off or, I mean close it you know for a couple hours if I want to come back to it um, but yeah so it's there's six volumes it came out October fourteen uh, I'm sorry October two thousand fourteen ended uh, March fifteenth uh, two thousand fifteen. And they just came out with a one-shot kind of called Bad Egg, which came out this week on Halloween. And he's kicking out with Volume 2 sometime in, I believe, April of next year. He's wrapping up a few DC things. Um, but yeah, you should definitely check it out. The art by uh, Mark Simpson, who goes by Jock. Uh, he's a phenomenal artist. So, you know, whether, whether you like to read or watch horror, it's, it's something worth checking out. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, after you told me about it last week, I bought the first volume. Oh, it's so good. I've only read the first issue in the volume, but it is really good. It is. Artwork's it great. It's a good story. It's in uh, reading comics. It's, it's creepy. Get in there, Ryan. Get it. I might get well, in there. that's great. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so we will keep uh, up to date on those stories and more as they're coming out. Y'all ready to watch the movie? Yep. Oh, oh wait, wait. Can I give a special uh, howdy out there? Give your howdy. Captain howdy. Yeah. Captain howdy. Yeah, so let's give a special shout out to some, some of my listeners who asked me for a, a good old howdy. So, you know who you are? Keep real, guys. Caleb has listeners. Yeah. I like that. Like the star two. of the show. Thank you for listening. The star, the one who's Captain Howdy. I mind. like the Captain Howdy do. That's cool. How to do? Yeah. It is from Captain Howdy. It is. Yes, definitely. It's from that. That they asked for it because of how much of a pansy I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go have a lot of fun watching this movie. It's not fun. Uh, what you will be hearing in the break will be uh, little clips of Caleb screaming. Crying. If you listen to the first two, it might be a mixture of all of us. Good, yeah, this dude. one's pretty scary. We could all be <laughs> shouting and screaming. Uh, this would be the time if you wanted to watch it with us to pause the podcast. Uh, the Conjuring is on Netflix Instant. Uh, is that how it's called? In Netflix Instant? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to say. Um, I don't know if any other streaming platforms, but we're going to watch it on Blu-ray. Woo! See which picture is better. With a new soundbar I just bought that's going to be awesome. So So the podcast is moving up in the world. Yeah. We've got a (laughs) soundbar. We made it. So stay tuned and enjoy Caleb screaming. Yay. Why'd you get a soundbar? Ah, shit, it is 3 o'clock again. Fuck! If that door opens, I'm out. Heads up, everyone. <laughs> I'm not joking. If that door opens, I'm leaving. <laughs> ah, shit! <laughs> Get your ass in here. Damn it! I'm gonna pause it. You gotta stay in the room. I'm here. Cross the threshold. In here. Fuck you. Welcome back to the Horror and Hops podcast, episode three. We just watched The Conjuring. Caleb is, has a middle finger in the air. He's mad at all of us. 
Mm. We had a good run, guys. Yeah, <laughs> three, this, three episodes, episodes maybe the end. Deep. Uh, I'm very proud of you, Caleb, for making it through that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was fun. Fun movie. I like that movie a lot. Uh, usually I like to give a long talk about it before, but Caleb's just sitting there. His, the look on his face. I wish... <laughs> Which people could see this thing. Just brooding. <laughs> Usually he's in a good mood. The last two, he's been in a good mood after we watched the movie. He hasn't said a word. So I'm just going to let him go. <laughs> it's it's pretty, pretty disturbing. Up. I can't even like focus. All right, Caleb, just take it away. <laughs> what's, got you, what's got your sour face? What the fuck did y'all just make me watch? I mean, really? Holy oh, <sighs> shit. Sorry, mom and dad. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and your howdy, howdy fans out there want to get that kids. out of the way with. Oh my god! I'm so proud, Caleb, for making it through that one. Because I as almost I watched, ran out of the house twice. As I watched it last night, I was like, "Poor Caleb." And I will say, when I tested my soundbar earlier with the scene, oh, it worked. A scene from the movie, I was like, "He's gonna hate me." I do. <laughs> I need you tomorrow, but he hates all of us tonight. Oh, that was great. That was really fun. All right, Caleb. Oh yes. Stop it. The claps. <laughs> oh, we'll get to the clap later. Not even talking about the, <laughs> the burning clap. sensation. Caleb, I want to hear <laughs> Ryan. Clap. Well, yeah. first, let's ask Ryan. Do you like that more than the second one? <laughs> <laughs> you still love the sequel more? Uh, man, it's, it's, <laughs> they're both so scary to me. I've only watched them once. I, and I, right. I, I don't remember. Now I want to watch the second one, though. Yeah, we'll, I think we'll all watch it. We'll get there. Hey, we'll watch Joy. it. <laughs> we, need, we may need to break for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a little lighter. But, yes, Caleb, give uh, us your play-by-play of this movie, and we'll, right. we'll jump in with our facts and our fun times as we go, but we want to hear from Please. you oh, what went on for you. Ooh, all right, so... Again, I've never seen this movie before at all, but I do know. I mean, I knew. I know there's like a Conjuring universe. Um, so, so the movie starts out again. Fair warning, full spoilers. By now, you yes, should thanks. catch on to this. Yes. We spoil everything. Um, it golly. So it started out with uh, these. I, I per, first off, I didn't know it was set in the seventies, right? Seventy one ish. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was set then, so that was kind of interesting. So that I, beginning was like late sixties. Yeah. So okay. So I thought sixty nine. Sixty. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Ryan's heart rate the entire movie. It was, was sixty nine. We, we <laughs> measured it. We did. <laughs> we did. Mine jumped up to a hundred, which is embarrassing. <laughs> and mine with Fitbit <laughs> rocked at that sixty nine. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Both me and Ryan have a Fitbit Versa. You're welcome, Fitbit, um, for that plug there. But yeah, mine jumped up a lot. So, anyways, so I didn't realize it was a in the 70s so the the beginning opens up in the six late 60s with this two nurses apparently and some guy who i don't think he ever says a word i don't remember him saying a word but there are these two girls and they're talking about this old lady who was dying right and she said she wanted they they allowed her to live in the doll am i correct about that yeah okay yeah okay first off they they the doll told them that it was like a broken spirit so they were like they're like a girl who used to live in that house oh. who was murdered so they're like sure of course you can live in our doll little girl why well tell us why i, no, I don't know why well, you don't know why they said that but that's stupid the warrens told them what how stupid they were oh, remember? yeah 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 so you find out it was a demon the whole time that well what no what did they call it a uh um an they didn't inhuman, call it a demon an inhuman inhuman spirit. thank you inhuman spirit who never walked the earth which is demonic yeah which is scary called, yes you should have called it a demon <laughs> That's what it was, people. It's a freaking demon. Um, so yeah, it starts off with this damn doll. And again, I know there's an Annabelle movie. Never seen that, by the way. So, there's two Annabelle movies. I'm sure. There's two Annabelle. Well, I think 
There's a there Annabelle two? and there's Annabelle Creation. Why? I don't understand this Creation's world. really good. So I'm going to stop real quick, too, before we get further in the movie. In case you're wondering, no, I still have no desire to go watch horror movies. I now want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what I want to do right now, but he I'm not. He was easing up. God, it's lost bad. Him. So, sorry. So, yeah, so they still have not converted me. But anyways... So yeah, it starts with the Annabelle doll, and this this chick gets pissed off. Of course, things banging on the door in the middle of the night. So they there there's this miss. Oh, it writes miss you. Is that correct? Miss yeah, miss me. Miss me with a question mark. Yeah. yeah. And so fi- finally, by the way, can I? I want to applaud the one nurse who just manned up and she's like, "To hell with this!" And she just threw it straight in the dumpster. I was like, "I applaud you. You at least did something." I remember when proactive. she picked it up. I was like, "I can't believe she picked that thing up." I was proud of her. I didn't know what I would have done. I would have shit my pants. So stepped on it at least, <laughs> probably both, <laughs> probably both. So anyway, so yes, yeah, she throws, so she throws it away, and then the dolls, and then of course more beaten in the door in the middle of the night, and then the doll comes back and they scream, and so I, so to be honest with you, I was really confused in the beginning. I was because I was like, are we watching Annabelle? There was a moment I won't lie. There was a moment where I almost was like, you put the wrong movie in, Kevin. He didn't. Though. That's really that's what was cool when they announced those Annabelle movies. It was like yeah. ah. Well, see, uh, you know, the it movie was like a, did so well that they made a spinoff about Annabelle. Right. I, thanks, Ryan. Case I couldn't so, be so, said so, I didn't know if I could laugh or not. I was like, I think he's Because Annabelle's kind of creepy. They're like, hmm. Well, Which is also probably a true story. Probably. They are. I, we'll he's, get to that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, we'll get to that stuff. Um, what happened uh, after the beginning? So, yeah. So, the damn doll. That's what I have in my phone. The damn, damn doll. doll. Um, okay. So, then you then it's very pet cemetery. I mean, even made the comment. I was like, this is just like pet cemetery. Another big truck. Old yeah. farmhouse. Family waiting moving for Judd in. to pop out. Where's Judd coming? Yeah. So, um, so, so it, things are happening. And I knew, I mean, I already knew I was in trouble. But, like, all of a sudden, the dog. Wait, what was the dog's name? Sadie. 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 Oh, poor Sadie. Sadie. Poor Sadie. <laughs> Sadie she wasn't even in the movie that long. But that's the sex. Like, she wouldn't even come in the door. He's like, come yeah. on, girl. And she's like, nah, I don't think so. You're <laughs> stupid. And so, so yeah, so the dog, again, another. And then to compound upon this, the little dog, the, what was the youngest daughter's name? April. I just remember daughters. Yeah, they had five daughters. Dear Lord, bless her soul. Yeah. So, so yeah, so April, right? Yeah, so April's sitting out there. She somehow found this. Uh, music box that's got a creepy ass clown in it, and she starts talking to the tree. Now, okay, I take that back. I thought she was talking to the tree. Later on, she explains she was, you know, she's talking to uh, wait, Rory. Uh, but Rory. you can only see Rory in the reflection. So at the time, I was like, this girl's talking to a dead tree. I was like, we no, got. You said big, that out loud. Yeah, I did. I said it out. <laughs> I said a lot of things out loud, people. Um, a lot of very lot of things out loud. So, so yeah, so the girls. I thought she was talking to a tree. She's talking to Rory. And then it happens. The first time you hear the <laughs> clap game, all right? Oh, God. It's so innocent at first. It is. It's cute. It's no. not scary at first. No, I mean, it was kind I of scary. I just thought it was a weird, weird game. It's a really weird game. You never played that game? Have you ever seen The kids? Orphanage? No. Have you ever seen that movie? The Orphanage? Why would I have seen it? You wouldn't have seen it. Exactly. Kid. It's a uh, Guillermo del Toro I do love uh, him, produced though. thing. Uh, for, I don't know the actual director, but they had a beginning of like that, which was really scary. I know I'm going off. I guess I shouldn't. I'm getting off subject, okay. but it was really cool. They had a, the beginning of the episode was these kids, and they the episode beginning of the movie. These kids, one hides hides his eyes, and kids behind him creep up, and they keep moving, and then as soon as he claps, they have to stop. And he turns around and looks, and nope. 
Yeah. And they use that later on in the movie. It's in a great way. That went Pacific Rim? <laughs> no, that was... <laughs> <laughs> that was Pacific Rim Uprising. Uprising. Mm. And not very good You're movie. thinking... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. No, this is good. We can because take that out later. I need to That's come a down editing now. note. Take that <laughs> out. <funny. laughs> we'll take that out. <laughs> that is thunder. So, okay. So, so yeah, girl not talking to tree. Uh, so while they're playing the first time, they play the clap game. Um, the, the, I don't remember the daughter's name, guys. I, all I remember is I wanted to cry. Uh, what? Her name was Caleb. Was it Caleb? <laughs> Son of a bitch. So, anyway, so the daughter who's blindfolded, she finds her sister, but she, like, punches the wall, and you find out there's a cellar, which is never a good thing, right? It's never a good thing when someone boards up a cellar, and they don't bother to put it in the advertisement of, hey, we have a cellar in this house. And the stairs could be broken. But like, give, don't it go the, down give it to the dad, you know, he was like, oh, well... Extra square, extra square, extra square footage. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> he, was, he was pumped. He's he like, man, put like, some money yeah. in this house. I'm happy. He's store some stuff down here. Yeah. No, yeah, it's true. You do find out later they've got a lot of money tied into that. So, I mean, I guess that's the appropriate response for him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were looking to sell some antiques, try to make some of that money back. You're right. <laughs> that's why they stayed in that house for so long. Except for that dang piano. <laughs> that later, too. Old pianos. <laughs> old worst. pianos, man. That's, that is As the worst. As a piano player, I hate right. old pianos. <laughs> <laughs> Old attitude and rusty pianos. You can't play a note on them. I know. Sounds terrible. (laughs) And scary. It did. So, yeah, we'll get to the first piano sighting later. Um, So so then it happens. First time I knew. I mean, I already knew I messed up the moment I started the movie. And the sound bar was on. God damn sound bar. Um, That's a great So the clock stops at 3.07. And... Again, me being a skeptic, I was like, oh, what are the chances? But both Kevins are like, 3.07. I was like, oh, great. Right. Oh, I said 307 because you said 313. Well, I, I just like, took a shot no, in yeah. the dark. <laughs> what? Not well, that, no, you said, no, it made me laugh in my head. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You said 313, devil's this. time. Oh, wait, no, 333. <laughs> and then me and Kevin said 307. 307. <laughs> hey, look, in, in the Emily Rose movie, yes, I've seen that movie. There, it's, uh, it's 333 is when the devil attacks. So I thought there was a connection there. It was three. It's three. It no, was three. 3 a.m. and... We'll talk about the book. Yeah, we'll get later to the on. Book. We'll three, text you three a.m. is the, the, the witching hour in the go So, so anyway, <laughs> shut up, right? So at three oh seven, the first time something creepy kind of happens. Um, I didn't write down what happened because I'll be honest with you, I don't remember other than the clocks, other than it's showing the clock stop. What happened at the first time? First time the girl was getting her foot tugged. It was on. just the foot yeah, tugged. Okay, tuck first okay, because I okay because I remember the next morning the daughter wakes up and she's like. Uh, she talks about she smelled and dead they smelled meat. meat yes. Yeah, they smelled the yeah. dead meat, so that kind of stuck out. Um, oh yeah, then you get to the daughter. Do- oh yeah, that that was the first time the daughter was banging her head on the uh, sleepwalking daughter. Sleepwalking, oh, yes, yes, the yes, yes. second to youngest oh, yeah. daughter. Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. Thank you. The first time you find out because you just hear some banging in the background. Um, I believe that at this time too, the dad's been trying to figure out why the door. He thinks it's a draft. He sees a window that's open, so he's like, "Of course." A window's open. So, yes, it would make 19 out of the 40 doors in this house start closing at the same time. I don't know why he thought that was an idea. Yeah, and then, old then house. It's a very old. large farmhouse. It was. Possessed, too. It's never a good sign. Um, but, yeah, so yeah, so the daughter begins to... It becomes a trend, by the way. She's sleepwalking. And she's banging her head on the door. I did laugh a little bit. Um, but I the same she time, I was freaked out. normally bang her head on things when she sleepwalked. I, I, I never, just that just that wardrobe. It's that wardrobe. I call it an armoire. Trying to get to know, yeah. I tried to type armoire horror, on my phone. Horror, right, Ryan? 
Right. Horror, not whore. Sons of bitches. Monster and not Munster. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Spiral meningitis. Oh, come on now. No Go Brian. back and listen to the other ones if, if you, you haven't heard that, that one. Yeah. And you'll understand why we love and Brian we'll so much. And we'll continue to make fun of him for that. So, so yeah. So, so at this point, things are beginning to amp up. Um, we have not yet to actually see the demon. I thought it well, I thought it was a demon. I didn't realize what it was till later. Uh, but whatever it was, I didn't realize what it was. Um, well, wait, what did you think it was? I thought it was. I just thought it was a straight up demon. Like I thought it was just a regular old demon. I didn't realize. What did it turn out to be? Well, okay, to you. Okay, that turned. I guess we'll get to that. I mean, it turned out to be it a witch. A Again, you've seen the movie oh, by now. Witch. Yeah, like I didn't realize yes, it was okay. a, a so called witch who killed herself. I thought it was just a pure old demon. Which the activity is, is demonic. It is demonic. Scary as shit. Dead witch, I, I guess, is a demon. I, who knows? That's I'm what like, I learned. That's what you learned. Continue. Okay. So <laughs> a good witch is a dead witch. <laughs> Ryan with the facts. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah. So so New okay. Segment. So the youngest daughter. Um, this. Oh yeah. That. So the next morning you find out that, that this is when you find out for the first time that the daughter has a friend. The the April. Right. Yeah. April. Um. And in this first time she calls it Rory. I don't. That was never. Did they ever say the real lady's name? The witch's lady. It wasn't Rory, I don't believe. Uh, the witch's lady was Bathsheba. Oh, Bathsheba, thank you. Beelzebub's in my head. I'm like, that's not Beelzebub. Yeah, no, I should have had Bathsheba. 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 I was, yeah, I was thinking Bathsheba because of the... More you know, on her later. The Bible yeah. and, and, you know, David spotting Bathsheba right. there. So that's why, yeah. yeah. He so, was um, the lady, he saw her bathing on the roof. She was naked. He was like, mm, girl. Thunder was bathing just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see it now, but our That's sound technician is bathing too. He needed proof. We're welcome. Um, so yeah, so, okay, so by the way, so as soon as, and I wrote this in my notes with, with 14 exclamation marks next to it, I was like, youngest daughter talking to tree, again, not talking to a tree, uh, has a friend Rory. I was like, another Mr. Howdy. It's another freaking Captain uh-huh. Howdy. And what is it with little children? It was pretty much, kind of. It was. These little girls apparently are just really akin to talking to demons for some reason. I don't understand that. Um, it's, okay, so there, there was a little bit of a lull there in the movie, but the next thing I have in my notes is the clap game has to go <laughs> because <laughs> this is when, oh, God, this is when it, it started to happen. So the mom, the mom begins to play. It's right after the daughter first mentions Rory, um, and the mom thinks she sees something because if if you haven't watched the movie, there's like this little spiral. There's also like a demon clown that pops its head up. I kept waiting for that to be scary. Oh, and the music box, yeah, the music box, yeah. I don't. I kept waiting for the clown to like peekaboo or something, but it wasn't real. Um, no but clown. Yeah, no, it wasn't. So she, the mom, uh, puts the bandana over her eyes, starts spinning. Oh God! And then, uh, <laughs> and so. All of a sudden, the daughter disappears, and right, so apparently you're supposed to, it's like first, second, third clap, I believe, right? That's what I'm guessing the rules are. Yeah, I think you get like three claps before you can... Yeah, it's kind of like Marco Polo, for those of you who've never seen the movie for some reason. It's like Marco Polo, but with claps. Um, And so she's like, all right, second clap, and she hears a clap in the distance, and she goes into the room with that dang armoire, chest of drawers, whatever you want to call it. Wardrobe. Wardrobe. All right, not to Narnia. Um, And, oh, God, the door just, it just opened. By the way, I've been sitting down up until this point in the movie. Um, I, I still sat down through this part. We'll get to the part where I began to l- literally run out the door later. Um, and so all of a sudden, I don't remember. Did you hear a voice? I just remember what happened after that. I don't think you hear a voice. Do no, there, there was a third clap. Yeah, okay, okay. So I th- okay, that's what I thought. So yeah, you don't hear a voice, but all of a sudden you see these old crusty white arms, like these pale arms just come out of the out of the armoire, and you just hear clap and i was like oh no 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 and yeah. again i begin to panic and i remember when that when i, oh. I watched that in the theater 
And it was like, I was already, everything was tense. Actually, the first time, I guess I'll go off in a bit, but uh, the first time Katie and I went to see that movie, I've mentioned that I took her with me, made, made her watch it with me. Uh, first time, I'm so into horror movies and watching them in theaters that the, the opening night, people in that theater were talking so much and laughing. All those quiet, tense moments in this movie that we will be talking about, there were children and I say children, I guess dumb teenagers, dumb teenagers, laughing out loud and like saying saying things out loud. And I was so angry. And it was right around that scene that Caleb saw me that I was just like, I looked at Caleb, I was like, I, I'm, I'm, we're leaving. And we left. And we, like three days later on like a Sunday morning, we went to see it and we're like the only two in the theater. But that was the first time in the movie, like when those hands pop out of the closet and clap, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh man, like this is going to be more intense I've watched a lot of horror movies, but that was like when those hands came out, I was like, this is going to be a little, a little different. Like, this is scary. What about you? What about your other two, Ryan and, and other Kevin here? I mean, where, where, where are y'all at in like the tenseness at this point? Because obviously I'm about to crap my pants. The first time? Yeah, the first time. I mean, I, like I said, I watched it on an iPad with headphones on. Mm. So kind of like when we talked about The Exorcist, the silence was deafening. That was bad. It was bad. Uh, and then when you talked about the little girl banging her head, well, that's when my kid walked out and was <laughs> no. like, just standing there. Yep. Reverence the beginning of the episode. That's what Kevin was talking yeah, about. Their yeah. daughter's sleepwalking, banging her head into a wardrobe, and mine sleepwalks and just says, "Hey, Dad, I'm awake now." That's not okay. What the worst thing to happen oh, when man. you're watching that Golly. part of the movie? I, when stuff like that happens, <laughs> when like, this I'm, isn't real. This isn't real. And then your kid falls oh, out. <laughs> My oh wife my didn't God. like horror movies either, so I got to watch them by myself. And when I watched that one by myself, <laughs> uh, yeah, when that happened, uh, and I noticed a lot this month as I watched them by myself. I make funny noises when I'm by mm-hmm. myself, like I scream, <laughs> like funny <laughs> well, screams. Yeah, to, then to kind of make myself laugh, and then I'll I'll cuss a little bit, and it's, yeah. it's yeah. I usually pause and say whoa. <laughs> Like, I've noticed that lately. I'm Pause using- and say, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, just watching it last night, yeah. I was on pins and needles. Oh, yeah. yeah. After seeing it yeah. a couple times before last night. All right, movie. so. Let's continue. Kevin. Yeah, okay. No, that's, again, I just want to know how the rest of us are. It's just fun to talk about. This, is a, this movie is a lot of fun for all, for at least, I know a lot of people, there are people out there, believe it or not, guys, that don't like this movie. Really? And they'll probably make fun of us for liking it so much. Probably. But, but, but it's, okay. it's, yeah, it's weird. I was watching History of Horror from Eli, Eli Roth. On AMC and, uh, Sunday nights. Yeah, and they were talking about, watching it too. you know, the demon possession uh, episode um, and how the exorcist, that how nothing has topped it since. Right. Uh, I don't believe that. Like, yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, I want to bring it up that classic. point when Caleb gets to that the, exorcist okay. scene was, because I... Have a lot to say on those, okay. those exorcists in a movie. I'm just saying I disagree with that. Yeah, I do too. All right, so okay, so so back into it. So so again, at this point, we we this is kind of the first. I think this is the first like physical appearance of the of the. Again, I thought it was a demon. The, the hands, witch. Yeah. yeah, the first time you see the hand. God damn it, those hands. Um, and that stupid clap. So all right, so then again, it goes back to nighttime again. Three oh freaking seven. Um, and 
and, and it goes back to uh, the, I guess the middle-ish daughter. There's five of them. The middle-ish daughter. The one who Christine, keep, Christine, Christine, the one who keeps pulling at her toes at night. She keeps blaming her sister. Again, there weren't a lot of light moments in this movie, but when she blames her sister for farting, <laughs> she's like, God, it smells so terrible. I mean, if your fart smells like rotten meat, it's like, I wouldn't say stop farting and be like, hey, like, what happened? <laughs> what? Right. The, go to the bathroom. Maybe going, the, like, if I fart and smell rotten meat, I'd be like, oh my God. Maybe the entity <laughs> farted, though. <laughs> maybe like, that's the whole thing. It's not that. Bad yeah, spirits it's not that they actually smell that smell like they, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but you ever been had like real good gas pains? I've I've been on the floor like I've never had. That. Well, look, the next it's time really? I feel <laughs> like birthing a demon, it's the next time I feel a chill <laughs> and a presence next to me, and the smell of rotten meat. I'll say, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all they want, guys. They just want to be excused. Yes. Oh, excuse you, <laughs> excuse <laughs> you, excuse Captain Audi. If yeah. you're not welcome here. Please go away. So you okay, your, so, your meat farts. Get out of my house. So Christine. So sorry. So back to Christine. So Christine again. This is the second time, by the way, so far that she has complained to her sister Nancy, I believe, about pulling her toes at night. Uh, and oh god, this is when things ramped up again. So this is after the first clap, scary clap, clap game. Uh, although the claps always scary. Get tested, people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting on you to sorry. say something about the clap since sorry. you started saying the clap five minutes ago. I'm sorry. So, there we go. We it's, it's, it's released. You're good. All right. So anyway, so Christine again finally realizes something's not right about this because clearly her sister's asleep. And so Christine, I don't God, I don't know why people do this. Although I did this as a kid, right? You you think something is under your bed, and what do you what what does instinct tell you to do? It tells you to what everyone look, look under, under the bed. under the freaking bed, and she does. And what made it even worse is so she's looking and you hear like you can because it's an old house, again, like an old farmhouse, and so and on the second floor. So you hear the floor like creaking. And I'm just like, I I, ca- I was waiting for something to be on the bed, I won't lie. It, it's true. What was she gonna do if I, something was under the I, bed? I know, I don't understand I that. Mean, I get it. When I was a kid, I used to check my closet every night. Mm-hmm. Now looking back, I'm like, what the hell is I gonna do? I know. What if something was in the closet? I know. So yeah, so she sees. So she, well, okay, she doesn't see something at the moment, but all of a sudden you hear the door kind of creak, and that's when Nancy wakes up, and uh, and then and then she sits up, and you can see it in, in her eyes. She is terrified. You can't see like the audience again. If you haven't watched the movie, I don't know why you haven't. You can't see anything. It's just pitch black behind the door, and she's just pointing at the door, and she's like, Nancy. There's someone behind the door. And Nancy, what a moron. She gets up and she's like, well, I'll go check it out. What's the worst that can happen? She's, she's reassuring her sister. Saying there's nothing sister. there. Stupid. She was wrong. <laughs> she's really wrong. So then, yeah. I think I, she knew that. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> the he, that heavy breathing. Oh, God. That was... I, I, I mean, the scary I, part. If I hear breathing behind me, I'm like, oh, I know. So we're so, smelling farts, farts, or, right? Or dead farts, dead farts, dead meat farts. Excuse me. <laughs> so, so Nancy goes to the door and she's like, "There's no one back here." And then, of course, the door slams and they freak out. And the parents come running. And of course, the dad's like, "Nothing happened. It's all okay." In the meantime, his wife's got bruises all over her because of an iron deficiency. I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. I mean, okay, iron deficiency is a thing, but like, I don't think that just you develop random bruises while you're sleeping at night. Um, yeah, that's yeah, demons. That's demons. I, you're right. I can't back up that medical knowledge. We're not doctors, guys. We're far. I'm, I mean, I'm a chemistry teacher, but that doesn't make me a doctor. I don't think it does. I never bruise. <laughs> you never bruise. <laughs> That was that's my that's my uh, that's, that's my two power. cents. Oh, that's two my two cents. cents on what you're talking about. Please move on. Okay, I'm stuck here. 
<laughs> I didn't even drink that much. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So so that's kind of the first time that the daughter. Do- I mean, the daughters. I think that's the first time the family realizes there's something going on. And so what do they do? They they call the Ghostbusters. All right, uh, the Warrens. Who I love these people. Before before she goes sees the Warrens, though, we have to talk about which part the game of hide and clap when all the girls were asleep. No, oh. oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it in here. Not not worth talking. That was about. actually that's actually that you didn't write that's it down because that's where you were me. walking oh, walking out of my this, room. Was that when I was walking out of the room? <clears throat> that was, was that the, scene, the time? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you I were not. I didn't know if you even saw it because you were. No, I saw everything. We watched everything in my living room. And Exorcist, Caleb didn't stand up much. Pet Cemetery, no. he paced around the room. This one, he actually was like standing in my kitchen to where I told him he had to cross the threshold and come back to us. <laughs> I was but, trying to leave. Yeah, it was when the mom was here in the class. Yeah. And Caleb freaked out. She and goes down out. to the cellar and mm. then comes back up and the door slams on her. Oh. I'm sorry. No, I have it in my notes too. Yeah, he's just remembering. He's like, no, oh, I have I it in my notes. Like, oh, I'm reliving it. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I know. I have it. I have it. I have uh, then it happened. <laughs> 14 exclamation marks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's playing the clap game. Goes down, uh, goes downstairs, thinks someone's down there and gets yeah. hit by the door and knocked down the stairs. Oh. And as she's panicking, crawling up, the lights go out. She grabs a match. Oh, the ball. It was the second. The ball, yeah, the ball, ball. pops yeah, out. That, the yeah. ball was when I literally tried to run out of the and house. And then the bulb. Burns the bolt, out. The bolt burns burned out. out. Oh. She runs upstairs, grabs the matches. Yes. Oh, then, that's uh, right. Because I remember saying the words, don't light a second one. Yeah. yeah. Well, as oh. she's lighting the first one, she hears, you want to play hide and clap? Yeah. Oh, I and forgot that, about that. that. Oh, I would just gosh. like, if that would happen to me, I would just like, just try to keep it cool and be like, oh, you want to play catch? Let's <laughs> 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 play some ball here. Oh, oh god. Fetch boy? Yeah. I'd throw it really hard at it and be like, oh, you suck, you little pussy. <laughs> oh, what are God. you, a little girl or something? <laughs> you throw like a girl. <laughs> okay, no, you're right. I'm. Oh, gosh, okay. Oh, so I'll, I'll jump back up there. You're right, I did skip this part. Yeah, I wasn't taking notes because, like Kevin said, yes, I literally was trying to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. I was in the kitchen, and it was. I was debating. Well, we, we that was the first time. Before you keep on going, we haven't, I think this will carry us a little further into the movie, too, but... Okay. We've gone pretty far into this movie without talking about the Warrens at all. Oh, well, I was waiting well, for this part. To get there. That's where I was getting to. That's where I'm, I'm leading us there. Okay. All right. Well, wait. I got to mention this part first. I'm Hold sorry. On. Go ahead. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. So, because this is, again, this is the part where I literally told them, I said, I'm not sleeping for the next week. So, so this is, again, another clap game. Stupid clap game. God damn it. Uh, and so, yeah. So, the mom gets shut in the cellar. She's freaking out. The dad's gone, by the way. He's working. I don't know. He says at some point earlier in the movie, he's got to go do a job. He's a truck somewhere. driver. He's, he's truck a truck driver. driver. More truck drivers. Route. Yeah. And so, he's doing something. Uh, and Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's the one who he gave I don't think he was a punk rock fan. I don't think so. No Sharona. Um, he liked Glenn Campbell, probably. <laughs> Seems like a Glenn Campbell kind of guy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so the mom's locked in the cellar because the demon hates us. Uh, and and all of a sudden, the, there, here's that dang... Was it? No. Not Cindy? No. Which April. April. The, yeah, April. Sorry. Sleepwalker. Oh, no, so, no. That's Cindy. You're right. The first oh, time. Cindy. Too many girls. So many a lot of daughters. It's a lot of daughters. They April is Rory's friend. They should Cindy's stop. the sleepwalker. Thank you. So, yeah. So, so Cindy is again in the in the room, and she's banging her head on the same armoire slash wardrobe slash treasures of Narnia, whatever you want to call it. All right. She's banging her head on this thing. And, of course, the older sister's like, hey, stop doing that, sweetheart. And so she puts her in bed. And I... 
I, at the time, I didn't think anything was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, you see the little girl just sit up. And she's got that, like, face. And I was like, oh, no. And she's go. you see the terror begin to creep across her face. And this is the first time you see the witch in the movie, like, her face. And like I said, this is this is the moment where I literally, I, I remember I was, like, at the threshold of coming back into the living room. I literally <laughs> took off towards the door. <laughs> I got to the door, and I was like, I can't do this. It was, oh, God. She was on top of the wardrobe. Yeah, she was on top of the wardrobe. She's kind of like a cat up there. Dude. Creeping up there. Oh, my God. When I saw that for the first time, dude. I didn't expect to see anybody sitting up there. That's what, like, that's the best part about this movie, I think, is, like. I was waiting till the end. It it throws back to, like, Jaws, to where, like, they never show the shark until, like, the Mm -hmm. last 10 minutes. It's like the same kind of thing. Like you just hear all these doors creaking and clapping and clapping. Yeah, and but scary this is like things. thirty minutes we, into the movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what got you me. See I it was pop not up and it's just that. like, oh, I did not expect to see a scary looking no, which uh, Reagan look like. You know, Reagan, back to yeah, the Exorcist. Like, yeah, older like Reagan, older Reagan, Reagan yeah. crouched down on it, and then she jumps down at her. Yeah, and like, was, leaps down on top of her. Like, yeah, I, like, oh, she's I was already creeped out by Cindy just. Sitting up old school Undertaker style. Oh, I know bed. she did. <laughs> yeah. That's why I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> nice oh, wrestling gosh. reference. I yeah, like that. You know. Throw it in there. Throw, it, throw it, in. it in there. So yeah. <sighs> okay. So okay. So I let's like get that. let's get back to Kevin now. Again, like I, I clearly remember why I decided not to write about that because I was <laughs> I was clutching the pillow for dear life, screaming. You'll hear it. I'm sure you've already heard it if you made it to this point of the podcast. Um, but yeah, so then okay, so then we get to the Warrens. Yes, I haven't mentioned them yet on purpose because I think they were the most interesting people in the entire movie. And yeah, even agreed. though even though I am terrified of horror stuff, I would love to like read about them, um, just because I think that it's phenomenal the kind of stuff they do. I, I find this stuff demonology. I think they call it or demonologist. Yeah, yeah, That's uh, I, yeah I find that fascinating. Um, so you, Kevin, you want to? Yeah, the Warrens. Go for it. There's the. That was the research I did for this episode, really, besides just watching the movie. There's some cool behind-the-scenes things that I found, but really, to me, this whole movie, even the first time I saw it, like, the Warrens were what pulled me in. Like, they even to when, remember when they were at the beginning, when they were giving their speech at the college? Yes. And some student asked, like, well, what do people call you? And they make the joke, of, like, kooks, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, she says, we, you know, we have lots of names, but we like to be called... um, was it like paranormal investigator or something? But it like it freezes ghost hunters, ghost hunters. and like yeah. the thing, like the the words start scrolling, oh, yeah. and that the title of the conjuring, and the music gets crazy. Which I I do have to spend some time talking about the music later on. That's fine. The composer, I got his name. That guy's awesome. The music is great in that movie. But that was when I remember in the theater, I was just like making a mental note of being like, I will read everything about these people after this movie. I was already hooked 10 minutes in the movie. I was like, I got to find out what they've done and all that stuff. And then, yeah, one of the first things you read about is, you know, they were the the couple who, yeah, Amityville Horror. But all this was apparently happened before. But, yeah, they're just, I don't know. I think what they did, like, fascinated me because I'm just like, you know, there's ghost hunters and stuff like that. And it's always, like, a crazy thing to think of being that kind of person who's like, that's what I'm going to do. But, the I guess the demonology, if that's what you want to call it, side of it, to where it's like you're not you're not afraid to face down that kind of stuff, or you're willing to face down that kind of stuff, is like like going back to wrestling. That's what I like. You looked at those wrestlers as kids. I look at Ed Warren and being like, man, you what a guy. 
Like you can do yeah. that kind of stuff. You're going to perform an exorcism even though you've never done it before because you know that's what you got to do. Like their whole the whole you, history behind them is great. And then didn't they mention that uh, I think it was in the the caption text I was scrolling that Ed Warren was the only one, like the only man ever authorized He's, to do exorcisms. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't a priest. Yeah. Not not to do orcs, exorcisms. But he was the only one recognized as like the demonologist yeah, who wasn't, wasn't a priest. A yeah, that's what it is. Who wasn't a Catholic either? Yeah, wasn't yeah. a Catholic priest. Yeah, like, but he. But that's what I read the book. There's a book called "The Demonologist: The Extraordinary Career of Ed and Lorraine Warren" by Gerald Gerald Daniel Brittle. You got a three name, three word name. Uh, good book though. Okay. But he's written the whole book. Based on accounts, like when he decided to write it, he approached them and they said, just use all of our case files and tapes that we've used. And if you're going to write a book about it, at least use all the facts. And that the book reads like that. It doesn't read like a fiction. It doesn't read like a encyclopedia. It's kind of just like, here's here's what it is. And it's really good. And it's got all the cases. The this Conjuring one, which the case is about, which Kevin's got a lot of background, the real story, uh, is not included in this. Oh, really? But they starts with Amityville because that's oh, when they, they kind of yeah. rose to popularity. But Amityville was in seventy six, right? This case was in seventy one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they didn't yeah, seventy one. And I don't know why it was, it was. It's talked about a little bit. They didn't mention the family like Peron wasn't mentioned at all in the book. Did they mention Annabelle? Oh yeah, there's a lot because Annabelle was before Amityville and Annabelle is really what they talked about. Annabelle was the, before the Perron family. Yeah, this book's more of a. So Annabelle, why they did what they did. Annabelle kind of wasn't just like a thing they put in the movie. Like that was, no, that that was, was a real deal. That yeah. was one of their first investigations. Really? And it was a Raggedy Ann doll. Raggedy Ann doll. Wasn't that creepy? Yeah. And wasn't that creepy well, doll in the well, movie? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and step in here for those of you who are like me and who are actually terrified of things. The Raggedy Ann doll is way creepier because that's real. We had one of those in my family. Is, oh, and did you see how big it was? It's like a giant yes. Raggedy Ann doll. If those you haven't seen it. Those porcelain looking dolls are scarier to me than. No. If you haven't seen it, Google Annabelle doll and do an image search. And the first one that comes up is this giant Raggedy Ann doll in the case like they had in their house. Yeah. That's creepy. I've seen that picture. Let me ask yeah. you this. Uh, um, do they ever mention this in any of the books where uh, Ed Warren talks about how each uh, you know event that they did that it took a piece of his wife? They don't uh, mention that. that they, was, he just he kind of just talks. Lorraine Lorraine has more of a point of view in this book because Ed Warren has passed away. I don't know what what year he died. Um, I believe it was in two thousand and six. Okay, two thousand six. Um, so she's been kind of doing a lot of promotional stuff, especially for this movie, you know, by herself. But in this book, at least the other books I've read were like they weren't fiction, but they were just written by someone else that was just. They wrote, they took the case files and put them into kind of fiction form. Um, but this one, she talks about it a little bit more of saying how it always took a toll on her every time. And that he was always worried, but he was just like a good husband. That was what it was. It wasn't that he was like, you know, nervous for her. He was just, you know, he didn't want her to do it. He was just like, you're my wife. I don't want you to, I don't want to lose you. Like he says in the movie. Yeah. You know, and they, they nailed that part. But let's, speaking of that. Let's go ahead and skip to when the Warrens first go to the house. Okay. So, oh, real quick. Oh, go for it. Just to point out, if you haven't noticed it before, watch the scene where Carolyn is listening to the Warrens lecture. Oh, when yeah, Ed yeah, yeah. starts talking about the three stages of demonic activity, the 
shot pans to the crowd, and there's an elderly lady right in the front row, which is Lorraine Warren. Right, yeah, right that was here. cool. That was a cool fact. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked that. All right, so again, just kind of picking back up here. Uh, so the Warrens come out to the the farmhouse for the first time, and they pretty much tell them, you know, hey, here's how this goes. Because you can kind of see that the mom, especially, she's she's desperate for some sort of resolve to this issue. Uh, and the Warrens are kind of like, hey, we got to get proof for this first. You know, before the Vatican will send out someone to get an exorcism, we need to get proof. So they're kind of, re- they record things. Um, they, okay, now correct me if I'm wrong. Do they, do they stay the night before yes, they listen to the recording yeah. the first this time? Was, this was the, the okay. fun part of the movie. Remember where it was like a segue? Like yeah, a, exactly. There was a song playing. It was. It, it was, was like, yeah, which was Ryan record. Gosling's band. Okay, we talked about that. Yeah. Ryan Gosling's band had a song in the movie. Right. Dead Man's Bones. Dead Man's Bones. Uh, not a very good band. Yeah. But, oh, come on now. Oh, sorry. Uh-oh. I know. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Gosling. Gosling and Bork. <laughs> so, <laughs> Biggest yeah. fan. No relation. <laughs> Yeah, they they record the whole night and then go home and listen to okay, it. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so yeah, so they record the whole night. Nothing crazy happens at all. One, a door shuts. Uh, this random police officer shows up. By the way, Brad. Brad. Yeah, who just kind officer of officer Brad. Officer Brad. Um, and he he's you know he's the skeptic. You can tell. So nothing really happens that night. You can see they're a little disappointed. Um, they go in the cellar and they're like, "Show us yourself. Slam a door." First off, why are you asking a demon to do something? They clearly know something's there. The wife is Ed's, it, Ed's trying to egg them on so they is. can get proof faster. He's putting right. crosses around the house just to piss them off. Yeah, I yeah. know. I thought I just like I get it because uh, his wife it, multiple times she's like, "Hey, this place is fucked up." Oh yeah, she Barbling. she saw everything. She did. She sees. Yeah. The, she she admits she sees there's something you know leeching off of them. The mother, the children, which she's, was the witch. The witch. Yeah, right. This yeah. is also by the way when you find out. Um, oh, sorry. Let me skip ahead. So so after the first night, they kind of go back to their home, uh, and they're listening. They're about to listen to the recordings, and he's like, "Hey, what'd you find?" And she's the. This is when you find out she hung herself. So there was a witch, the original, the the demon, as I thought it was a demon. Uh, it was actually a witch who. Her husband caught herself sacrificing her baby in front of the fire. That was <laughs> to please Satan. Up. To please Satan, of course. Yes. Um, and then she went out and hung herself on the big tree that I thought the little girl was talking to at three oh seven. So that's where the three oh seven, not three thirteen or three thirty three, uh, comes into play. I was close though, guys. Yeah, was, you're close. It hey, was man, three o'clock. The witching so, hour. So, so right real idea. quick, this Bathsheba, yeah, was a real person. Oh, like um, she was back in eighteen. 18- 44. I think they said it was 1863 the farmhouse was built. Yeah. Like 5000 BC. Boy, <laughs> but back in 1844, she married a real guy named Judson Sherman. Judson. Yeah. So there's our Judd reference. We got a Judd. And uh, they built the farmhouse and they did have a baby. And she was, she wasn't caught sacrificing the baby, but the baby died when it had a needle. Pushed into the base of its skull. Son of a. Ooh. So that's she not was. Ac- that's not an accident. She not. was accused. They never convicted her. She actually lived to be an old woman. Oh. So she didn't hang herself. But a lot of people believe that she was into the. Wow. Into the satanic stuff. And if that was my neighbor, I'd think the same thing. You would think. Probably. Probably. Yeah, she's a nice lady, but oh, she's into some weird stuff. Stabbed her baby in she the head. She put her baby. <laughs> She killed her baby. Nothing good goes after that. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. So, so, so we finally find out that 
again, it was a it, at least in the movie. Again, apparently not necessarily in real life, but uh, but you know, it's a it's a witch. She's she's a witch. Um, well, they, they believe she. All of the people around there believe she's a witch. Well, they yeah. said. Remember in the movie, they say like she's related to somebody Someone who was at Salem. Salem. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, I was about to say that. Very good. You read my mind over here. All right. We are friends. We are friends. Um, and so, so yeah, so, so then, oh, then they get to the recording, which I was mentioning earlier. So this is when it gets kind of weird. So, of course, by the way, it's 3.07 in the morning when they're listening to this. Uh, so you start listening to the recording, and you can't hear the wife's voice. So this is when you kind of catch on that the end game is all about the wife. Um, and so, so I'm, I'm going to jump a little bit because I don't remember exactly when it happened next, but there's kind of another lull in the movie where all of a sudden in the middle of the day, uh, Caroline, Caroline, Carolyn, Carolyn, Caroline. Sorry, uh, horror, horror. Right there, you go, Caroline. <laughs> so yeah, so. <laughs> sweet Caroline. <laughs> so so she's outside I'm hanging. The skeleton key. She's outside. Oh, skeleton key. There you go, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> so she's outside doing a woman's duty. She's uh, I'm just getting my sexist. Uh, she's hanging laundry, letting it dry, and of course. Nothing crazy's happened in a while, and they haven't had anything happen since they've been there. And the sheet like flies off. The storm kicks up, and it of course, of course, why? Why would it not just like stop in the middle of the air and outline a woman? And then it flew up to the second story window, and oh, of yeah. course, when it falls, who's there? The damn witch. She's just kind of walking around, and that's when I was like, oh no! I thought the ghost sheet effect was pretty marvelous it, it was, was really time. good Everything was awesome it the scared game. the bejesus yeah. out of me um so so uh wait who, which is the wife's name carolyn oh but then wait i messed the name i got names mixed up sorry who's lorraine. the warren's wife lorraine. lorraine i'm sorry yeah sorry so so carolyn is upside is upstairs taking a nap because lorraine told her she's like i'll take care of this go relax um and so carolyn's taking a nap and that's oh god and then you, you get like a glimpse again of the demon's face uh, and she, oh God, just, you know, of course, Lorraine knows what's going on and she runs up and she's like, oh, we got to figure out what's going on. And, you know, Caroline comes out and she's like, no, it's okay. I'm all good. Don't worry. Everything's fine. And so, yeah, so, so things kind of are, are beginning to escalate slowly from there. Um, oh, and then you find, okay, now correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I don't remember exactly how this started out, but I believe it was the next night they were recording. You watched, uh, April, the littlest girl, mm-hmm. uh, she starts sleepwalking again because that's what kids do. Apparently, that was and the she, first horror podcast. That was the fourth horror. <laughs> <What? laughs> they're recording. Recording. I knew first it. Horror, <laughs> uh, they, oh, they they were doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, people. It's facts. the Warren Files. The Warren. <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify. <laughs> Ryan helped set them up. Don't worry, people. So Ryan put them on there, too. <laughs> so they've got some cameras set up, and they're supposed to go off when they see changes in temperature. And so the little girl's walking up the stairs, and they're going off. And, of course, you know, Mr. Warren's like, hey, that's not her. That was a scary picture, too. They it show was. it later, like the little kid yeah. sitting behind her. That's, yeah. Yeah, that freaked me out. I didn't know who the little kid was, which we're getting there. Um, and so, so yeah, so she, she goes up there. Um, and she disappears. Like you, you hear um, who was their what was their assistant's name? Drew. 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 So Drew's like, hey guys, there's another voice. Asian that, Drew. Asian Drew. He was Asian for whatever reason. Um, That's what he was. Was he really as. Asian? No, was I'm he just, really? I'm being a That's jerk. Racist. I know. I hope they didn't do <laughs> I'm that. Sorry. It's okay. He's drank a lot. Thank people. you, Parrish. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Parrish. So, um, so yeah, so uh, so Drew's like, "Hey guys, there's another voice up there," and everyone panics because why wouldn't you, right? So they get the black light. The you, by the way, I thought it was funny, Officer um, Brad. Brad. Officer Brad's like, he's like, "I need the UV light." What's a UV light? Who didn't know what a UV light? Go is? ask Drew. 
Yeah, I feel like everyone should know what that is. Anyways. Um, I'll be honest. I was kind of surprised that they had those back then. I didn't know that. Really, Ryan? In the 70s? Yeah. Ryan, Black lights, bud. I'll teach you about chemistry like later, Jimmy buddy. Hendrix, man. Yeah. Radiation. Like, he played guitar with one of those. Yeah. Black lights. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know. Like, Jimmy Hendrix's guitar was revealed, made out of black you know, light. Uh, you know, like. That's what they made Hendrix for. Uh, I know they had Hooray! black lights, but I didn't know that they knew that it would, you know, track like ghost feet and shit. Ryan, it goes like way back to like the the ghost early feet ni- you know, the nineteen hundreds when they started to break apart the electromagnetic <laughs> radiation. Different spectrum, buddy. Oh yeah, I know. I'll now. break it down to you. So there's the visible spectrum. You ain't got to break it down. Infrared spectrum. The UV Monroe, spectrum. Right? Yeah. Mr. Monroe said the kids is out here now. So, sorry. Basically, UV lights will pick up ghost feet and semen. <laughs> right. And yeah. blood. Spot. What about ghost, and blood? What about ghost semen? Ghost semen probably doesn't show up. Are you sure? I need to read more of this book. <laughs> okay. So, so there maybe it talks about semen. So as of, as for ghost semen, we're still undecided. The jury's out. Okay. So they so they find out. So this is creepy. So so they they find this another hidden door room behind this magic wardrobe that didn't leave again to or didn't you know take anyone to Narnia. It just took them to a dark, creepy place where, of course, go figure. That's where the little girl found the music box. Um, and this is when, oh, God, this is when ugh, Lorraine. Oh, I felt so bad for Lorraine. So Lorraine's, of course, she just climbs in there. She's like, sure, I'll jump in there. Why not? And as soon as she she's puts the music box down, well, she's got to feel it out. You're right, I guess. And so she finds a rope and she starts pulling on this rope. And I kept waiting for like a body or something. It was way worse than that. She finally pulls the rope out. And what is it? It's a freaking noose. And I was like, oh, no. And I'd if, rather the noose than the body, Caleb, to be honest with you. I was pulling I don't on know. a rope. I don't know. I'd hate to find a dead body on the end of a rope. <laughs> but at least you know they're dead. <laughs> but either way, it, it would suck because she fell through. She did. Exactly. So she fell through the roof. Noose or dead body. Just, Bad news for you, Lorraine. Yeah, okay. falling straight through the wall. She's and she's going down. Okay, yeah, by the way, I, I thought this was weird. So she, It looked like 12 stories. It, it did. was a long fall. It did look like a long fall. But no, this is what got me. She fell. Movie, movie magic. Movie magic. She fell, and yet her husband's like just banging on the walls like, are you in there? I mean, clearly she fell to this. I feel like that should have been the first logical yeah, leap. Don't say a bad word about Ed. No, Ed's a wonderful husband, I'm sure. <laughs> but I would have thought seller, clearly. This is where all the shit's going down. Why would you... I think ba- she was under the house the for a while, too, right? She was, like, underneath the house. I thought she was just under, like, the bottom part of the, the cellar. Like, I don't know. She fell straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Look, people, at this point, I was, like, looking through the crevices so many of my fingers. Because yes. I was terrified. Yes. So, so, she, yeah, so she falls down there, and this is where you... Oh, God, a stinking lady. So you finally figure out where the kid's coming from. You, again, you keep seeing this creepy kid walking this, the, the daughter around as she's Rory. sleepwalking. Rory. Yeah, uh, yeah the Ro- finally you finally get to meet Rory. Um, and he's, again, you find out that this is where you find out the witch has been possessing the mothers who've been living there and forcing them to Every kill their family. children. And not just in that house. Remember, yeah. like, Lorraine pulls out the map. Oh, yeah. Like, 200 acres. 200 yeah, acres. Like, everything around All that her house. land. Yeah, yeah which, which, again, gets Which us, is scary. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, That's scary. a lot of land. Do you know is how that, much that would cost that, right now? Is that facts or is that's just in the movie, man. That's just in the movie. I of think I've never, I've never read anything about that. I would just assume, but yeah, you I mean, never they know. Did have, they you did never have know, a lot man. of land. But when yeah. it comes to demons and ghosts, that's when you don't know. You yeah, know who does? Yeah, you just never know. You got to call Fox Mulder and ask him. <laughs> I believe they're all just trying to make money. <laughs> Maybe they're gassing, the ghost, right? the ghost, oh, the ghost, yes. yeah. the demons. <laughs> yes, sir. Which ones are they? I feel like there's got to be a line in the sand there. You're either a demon or you're a ghost. I don't know, man. Whichever one wants to make the most money. Are you a zombie <laughs> or possessed? Here we go again. Oh, damn oh it. boy. 
Scary movies. No, zombies out of this one. <laughs> All right. So, zombies out. You're right. Okay. So now I, I know there's a, like a gap here at some point. Uh, actually, I think it's pretty direct. But then they get to like the scene where finally, if there were any doubts that something crazy was happening, you see poor little Nancy. All this, and I, you could see it coming. Also, Nancy's like bangs start. Fl- it's the middle of the night, by the way. Three oh seven. Surprise, surprise. All right, her bangs start floating in the air, and then she just starts getting drug around the house like nothing. And and then luckily, luckily, the rain comes to the rescue with some scissors and just cuts her hair. Just yeah. cuts her hair off. She's like, ha ha, gotcha. And so so that kind of you know that's where they're like, don't worry. I love. By the way, I love the line where like this will surely get the priest to act quickly. I'm like, oh good. Because that was the concern here, getting the priest to act quickly. It was, though. That's the only way they could get it done. Apparently not. They had to figure I out a way to make that priest act. I'd be more pissed of the demon pulling my hair. Or, or cutting it. I'd be more uh, Lady cutting <laughs> my hair. <laughs> Wait, look, I, thanks for saving my life. But I look <laughs> terrible now. <laughs> I look stupid. What is this? I look like a boy now. <laughs> look from Pixie haircut. From someone who's gone bald, it's just sometimes it's the sacrifice. Which, you know, that was the only reason I didn't like the movie. They never like resolved Christmas that, They Ryan. did not resolve her that hair. That movie issue. ended, I was like, what they do with her hair? <laughs> did her they hair? fix it or did they just let her yeah, grow out? They should have put the hair in the Warren's uh, secret room. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I was going okay, to bring that up, actually, because I believe that's the next big thing like, I what, to what is this hair? What does this hold? And Lorraine's like, oh, that's just some care I cut off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like when, you know, when the Indians used to scout people. Right? Don't look at me like that, Thunder. <laughs> There's just a little hair there. Don't uh, don't don't touch the doll. Thunder's don't touch an, the doll. Thunder's an Indian, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, Ryan. Um, okay, so <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, we'll, I'm gonna. I don't want. It's not that I don't want to talk about this scene because it was it was pretty terrifying. But I feel like it was kind of like a. Prob- I feel like it was more put in there because of it happened in real life kind of thing. But uh, Judy, who is the daughter of the Warrens, uh, all of a sudden you, you can kind of tell because uh, Lorraine sees her body like floating in the water after she after the witch pulls her necklace off. So that's where you could tell she was going to attack the daughter um, from when she fell through the cellar. By the way, um, and so there's this scene where Judy is getting clearly something wakes Judy up. And of course, you see the door open to the the big. I didn't mention earlier, sorry, but there in the Warrens' house, there's this big door where they keep all their possessed things. You know, he. I love, by the way, one of my favorite lines in the movie was uh, he's giving a he's talking to a reporter, and he's like, "Why don't you just you know throw them in an incinerator? These things that are supposed to be possessed, these vessels." And he's like, "It's better to keep the genie in the bottle." Sometimes yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's dark, that's cool. and, great, great and line. deep." It's so true, though. That's why um, I have all these decorations in here. Yeah, that's yeah. We got stop thinking about the Christina Aguilera song when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good song, guys. It's catchy. So, so uh, anyways, okay. so Judy gets locked into a room, <laughs> and of course, they show a scene, and Annabelle is again. If you haven't seen Annabelle, which I haven't either, uh, the demon doll is out, and that damn witch is just petting. She's just brushing her hair in this rocking chair. And then, of course, the demon doll looks at her, uh, and they end up rescuing her, by the way. Uh, so sorry, they rescue her. Um, and then, and, okay, so I, I, I sorry, I kind of want to jump to the end because cause this is where I feel like we need to jump back into what Ryan and uh, Kevin Lambert were talking about earlier with the exorcism. So the big climax of the movie is the mother finally gets possessed. Like, again, you can see that's the end goal. She kidnaps two of the daughters. She's clearly trying to kill them. Um, she goes back to the farmhouse, and they finally separate her. She bites the cheek off of poor Officer Brad. That was sad. Uh, and they try to drag she her out of the house. Out. Do what? She took a chunk out. She did. She took a chunk yeah. out. It was mm. disgusting. It probably didn't taste good. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not into that. Demons like it, I guess. I guess so. Who knows? 
So anyways, so they try to drag uh they try to drag her out of the house and she's possessed by the way. And like all of a sudden she starts getting all these like like these lacerations on her body. Almost like she's she kind of looks like a vampire who's being introduced to sunlight. Like she's starting to burn. That's a good analogy. Thank you. I, I know things about horror <laughs> stuff. Not much. <laughs> so so all this. Oh God, He's seen Twilight. Yeah, you know those, those, those bitches. Actually, sparkle. I think in Twilight they could stand the sun, right? Yeah, they just sparkle I'm like stupid. diamonds. My wife loves that stuff. Lost Boys, uh, good uh, facial. Did you watch Lost Boys recently? Have you? Uh, seen, I've, have you watched, I've watched Lost Boys. You've mentioned like five times tonight. Oh, oh man, Boys. I love that movie. I probably I know you watch love it, it, but I probably watch it probably ten times a year. Dang. Not exaggerating. I probably watch it that much. Anyways. Their vampire faces in that movie looks like the demon. Possessed. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. good movie. I've actually seen that one, believe it or not, on TV. Um, so, so anyway, so they they try to drag uh, the mom out. She won't leave the building. The witch will not let go of her. And uh, Lorraine says, "Hey, if you bring her out, she's gonna die." And so, of course, because typical movie fashion, horror movie, she literally gets drugged back into the house, and she's like clawing at the walls, trying to be held up uh, by the spirits, by the spirits, yes, by the witch. The witch is yeah. dragging her back down to the cellar again, the yeah. cellar, and then it happens. That witch is a bitch. Yeah, she is, Ryan. <laughs> you tell him, buddy. And so, so then we get, yeah, then we get to the big, the big money shot of the movie, which is the the unprecedented, un. Unexpe- I didn't expect that, by the way. The I exorcism was, scene. Yeah, yeah the exorcism cool. scene. I That's didn't cool think scene. it was going to happen, uh, but it did. Yeah, and it was really awesome. So, it's really cool. I, that's the only like behind the scenes thing I know about this movie. Go. I know in the other episodes, you know, they're older movies, so there's a lot of facts out there. But this one wasn't a lot, but I, I read this thing with James Wan, and he talked about their. He didn't write the movie; he just directed it. The two guys who wrote it, I think they're twins or they're brothers. Yeah, the Hayes brothers. Yeah, the Hayes brothers. Um, they wrote it, and when James Wan first read it, he had said, "Hey, I'm going to take a lot of the scares out," and they were like, "Well, it's a horror movie," and he goes, "Yeah, but there's just too many of them. Like, I, I want to, you know, there doesn't need to be that many scares," which. When you look back at the movie, a lot of the scares are not like, what's the word, like like delivered upon? Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of tension, and then there's just like, oh, he's just building us up and building us up, and then nothing happens, which some people hate. I think it's fun. It's I, just like, I feel like a lot of shit happened. But there was a lot of stuff <laughs> happening, yes. There was, the, as opposed to, you know, movies with gore and a lot of profanity, and it's a very, very mild R-rated movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and one of the I, I read that they tried to get it to PG thirteen, mm-hmm. but they told them I was thinking no that way they could. while we were watching. I don't know. I was thinking. I was like, man, the only I think it got an R-rated movie because it's fucking scary. It is. Shit. Yeah. They, well, that's the, what it is. It is. Like, there's the MD, no. It's not the MBAA, the Motion Picture Association yeah. of America, I guess is what it is. Sure. Said that the film was so scary there were no cuts or edits possible that really? would make it a PG thirteen yeah. movie. That's amazing. Anyway, but they actually. Cutted it to make it what it to is. Make it like, on, yeah, yeah, I read like James Wan Dang. had to cut out like thirty minutes or something. Yep. But I wish they could do a like a writer's cut. Whew. No, a writer's cut. A writer's cut. <laughs> That's not a thing. They had to reshoot really like, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just Damn write it. it. God dang it! Just put it out as a writer's cut. I'll <laughs> yeah. read it. The, the but anyways, the exorcism scene. What and this will tie into what Caleb's going to talk about with it too. I guess setting up the scene, but she is. You know they. She gets dragged down the stairs. That's where Caleb left off. The witch yeah. pulls her down the stairs, Bitch. and everyone runs after her. And they are they're basically trying to like hold her down. And she's she throws her husband against the wall. She's choking Ed Warren, like strangling him. And Brad, that's when the cop Brad comes in. He gets his cheek bitten off. Ugh. 
But because of that, Lorraine muzzles her. You know, she puts a sheet over her. But James Wan had said his whole vision with that scene was the biggest, which is, it's, you know, coincidence that our first episode was The Exorcist. It all kind of ties in right now. The, he said the whole possession thing has been done with The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. It's like you saw the transition of her face. You yeah. saw her like this terrible, yeah. and that's what was scary about that movie is seeing this little girl's face as a demon. So he was like, I don't want to see her. I don't want to show her face throughout the whole, you know, transfiguration to the demon or whatever. So they had her covered. Um, they're holding her down and she throws us at some that blood. time. She throws some oh, blood because Ed Warren gross. looks at it and he says, I have to do this. Have, yeah. Which is that was cool. another reason I love this man. Like just to, like in that moment. And you know, who knows what it was like in real life. We yeah. don't know. We're not there. We don't know the whole thing, but like to, for him to stand up and just say like, all right, this is, I'm the only one who can do this. And he does fight to Lorraine, wants her to leave. And that's the moment in the movie with the whole, like, their power together that they have together, you know. It's like she says, we were put together for a reason, and this is the reason. And yeah. she runs out and gets his his book. and The Bible. He starts, well, no, there's an exorcism oh, in his book. Sorry, yeah, no, there's like an a, exorcist book. My bad. There's, a, there's a whole, right. yeah. And so and he starts going at it, and... But they muzzle her, and that was the whole thing. Was like James Wan wanted to say is like he wanted her everything to be built around. You couldn't see her face, like you couldn't see what happened, what was happening under that sheet until, until yeah. And half I'll, of I'll it. let you, I'll let yeah. you carry yeah, on no, from there until and, yeah. I mean, all of a sudden it was, it was kind of it was kind of poetic, you know, the idea that she's possessed, right? So you you can tell it's not her, and all of a sudden the sheet rips just down just half her face, yeah. And sure enough, there's that there's that Bathsheba face again. And man, it was it was pretty terrifying. It was a scary face because like yeah. that was that was the moment where I mean you know she's possessed clearly because she's trying to stab her daughter with a pair of scissors, right. you know when they're wrestling her away, and all of a sudden you're just like oh my gosh, and then she freaking turned upside down and flew towards the roof. Yeah, what the yeah. Heck? That's and what, then dumbass the Ed's heck? like, let her go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a dumbass. Well, he's upside he's down. He did actually. You know what? When I was watching it again this week for this, when he said that, I was like, "You're gonna break her neck, you dumbass!" <laughs> yeah. like, Poor choice of words. She's gonna fall yeah. right on her neck. Let her go. Okay. Which she didn't. Somehow, when they she dropped the chair, like back flew first. onto her back first. I'm like, oh, thank God. Well, it's because like, she wanted to break the chair. Because she wanted the to break the chair. Wanted to protect her yes. a little bit. Yeah. No, it's because she I wanted guess, to get out of the uh, restraints. She wanted to break the chair to go after yeah. April. Yeah, because yeah, because right after that. By the way, and I'll just say this, and then I'll move on, and y'all can disagree with me on. But I thought that exorcism scene was way more intense. Well, than oh, the exorcism. Well, Ryan brought up earlier about that scene. Like, and no, let let me. I don't want to discredit The Exorcist. No, it's no, probably, not at all. It's probably, like I said in that episode we did, it's That's probably powerful. one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah. Movies in general. I love The Exorcist. It's one of the first ones I ever saw, but the exorcism scene in The Conjuring, I do enjoy more. Like, I thought it was... Oh, yeah. I guess for, yeah. you know, the, the time of day, like, or not time of day, but this, you know, our age now, things that are going on, it's like, you can't just make a, a movie like they did in the 70s. Right. And I think, you know... If I think of exorcism movies, it's like Emily Rose. That was a well done possession movie. Very well done. Um, uh, it's a really good movie. I recommend to anyone who hasn't seen it. Yeah. Um, but besides that one and The Conjuring, I don't know if I've seen a whole lot of The Last Exorcism. That little found footage movie is not bad. Um, but this one, that whole—I mean, it was the same thing. I think I mentioned it in the Exorcisms Exorcist episode we did. Was like we were kind of talking a little bit here and there, but as soon as the possession 
the whole exorcism scene started, we were quiet as like nobody would say anything. And the same thing happened while we were watching the conjuring. As soon as they right. went downstairs and put that sheet over her, our my whole living room got well, silent. Well, dude, it where it just got the movie. me in the conjuring, uh, is when she's they're trying to get her out the door and trying to take her out the house and and uh Lorraine's yeah, burning. Says, yeah, stuff, she's yeah. like it won't let her out the house and then it like sucks her back yeah. really yeah. fast. I was like, Oh shit. And that's when like that's where it all just gets Nutty after that. I think the exorcism scene in The Conjuring is a lot more intense, like you said, and in my opinion, a lot scarier, partly because Ed Warren is not confident in what he's doing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. When when you watch The Exorcist, Father Marin and Father Harris, like we talked about in our first episode, the power of Christ compels you, the power of Christ compels you over and over and over. And there were times in this exorcism scene where well, remember he drops the holy water when the first time she screams he drops it of like and he even he's admitted. reading and he's reading and stuttering he a little bit stutters yeah. and kind of trails off at the end because she's doing something yeah so it just felt more raw it felt yeah. more intense. and even the fact that he mentioned earlier on the movie where he was like. We've seen this go very yeah, yeah badly. very bad yeah because you know the whole time he's doing that he's thinking of his wife oh, like yeah. like he yes. doesn't want her getting too close and seeing whatever she saw that was that messed her up but let's talk about before before we get to the ending of the movie because we are at the end of the movie basically and we'll talk yeah. about the ending but Kevin you read the book written by the daughter yeah the daughter which Andrea, daughter was it Andrea, Andrea Perrin Andrea, so, so the, the oldest, oldest daughter one. the oldest daughter. Uh, so just wrote spend a book. spend a few minutes here we don't want to go too long she wrote, on it she actually wrote. Three books. That's impressive. Um, oh, wow. It's called House of Darkness, House of Light, and it's part one, part two, and part three. I only read part one. Um, I watched an interview with her saying how a lot of the things in the movie actually happened, mm. and they were actually toned down a bit from what Fair they enough. experienced. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, sorry, but the exorcism didn't happen. Oh. That, ah, okay. that did not happen. That was strictly for the movie. But... The grabbing the foot, um, the smell of rotten meat, when Nancy gets flung around. What about the witch yeah. on top of the wardrobe? I didn't read. I, I doubt it. Ah, I, see back here. I doubt <laughs> it. Back yeah. here. <laughs> the, witch, the witch on top, on top of, of the wardrobe. wardrobe. <laughs> I see That's a new movie right there. <laughs> we should call this episode The Witch on Top of the Wardrobe. Yes. I think it's, that is where it's got to be. That's great. <laughs> But a lot of things, she did say that the exorcism scene didn't happen, but the Warrens went and they had a seance Hmm. to try to communicate with the spirit. Mm. And it lifted her mother off of the ground in her chair, and she was speaking in a language that they never heard of. Um, But they did not do the exorcism. The Warrens were not able to cast out the spirits. The book that I I have here, it's... He does mention that, like he was at one of his at one of their college talks they were giving. Somebody had, had asked him if he had ever performed an exorcism. He said, "I haven't. Yeah. I never will." Yeah, he's like, "I'm not able to." And even if the situation arose, I wouldn't step and the up parents, to it. The parents did live in that house for about ten years after they moved in wow. because, kind of like in the movie, they couldn't afford to move. Yeah. They had sunk all their well, money those, into that house. Right. One of those documentaries on that Blu-ray I was talking about that like, they were really short. And they weren't as in-depth in as I wanted them to be. But yeah. one of them is interviewing the wife in the real house. And she's really old now. 
so old that when she talks, she's on it. She's crying. Like, I just sat in that house and <laughs> I had time all the time. It's like, <laughs> it, was, it was really weird watching it. But she had even said, she was like, at the very end of this little documentary, she says, I guess I'll do her voice. Do it. He's Go like, ahead. She's like, I, I don't think I'll ever see this movie. It's just too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm making fun of her. I'm, I don't want to make fun of her. her. I'm not laughing at her. She's a great lady for putting up with all that. That's she true. basically has said she will not watch The Conjuring ever. And to this day, she still is scared of this witch. witch that yeah. took her over. Like She is still terrified of this. Every day she wakes up and it's like, that's one of the scary things about this well, movie. I'm just real quick, just check out Andrea Perrin's book, House of Darkness, House of Light. I got it for three bucks on on uh, iBooks, Apple Books, whatever it's called now. Um, it's an easy read. It's kind of interesting. There's uh, three parts. There's three parts. All I only about read the, the same first, house? Or? I only read the first part, but yeah, all about the same house. Damn. And uh, she says that the spirits followed the family after they moved out of the house. They still had weird weird stuff happen to them after they moved out of the house. Dang. But it was cool. Uh, Lorraine Warren was very involved with the film, with The Conjuring. Right. Uh, she was a consultant. To the Hayes brothers and James Wan, and all five parent girls as adults were involved with the film as well. So that's awesome. Okay, well, let's hear the last. We know the exorcism. What happened? Um, the 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 witch. Yes. If you want to say the demon, I guess demon witch was was banished. Yeah. And what happened? Yeah, it's a very heartfelt moment, by the way. When when they finally, because earlier in the movie. Uh, uh, Lorraine kind of shares a psychic moment with her uh, where she sees, you know, her, they, she holds a picture of the kids and the husband up at the beach. And she, you know, she's like, Hey, remember, this is who you're fighting for. And, and they end up, you know, banishing, I guess, Beth Sheeta. Uh, and so, you know, it kind of frees the wife for a little bit. And you kind of see the daughter just, by, by the way, I thought the daughter's face was, she just, she was like so forgiving. She's like, yeah, it's okay, mom. You try to stab me in the jugular with an old <laughs> pair of scissors, but it's cool. I understand. Um, but yeah, so it, it just, I, I thought the ending, we, we kind of talked about this as the movie was playing. I, you know, I, I could see where people would be like, oh, you know, for as intense as this was, it ends on a kind of cheesy note. But, but what I thought was the best part of the entire movie, at least from the ending, I should say, uh, was they go put the music box in, in the little treasure trove, uh, which I, if that's a real place, by the way, yeah, the museum of that horrors scares yeah, them. It's not in their home, it's not in their home, but, but they, they do, do have. have that's not cool. You can go visit all their Why would artifacts. you? Well, it's crossed my mind. No. It's crossed my mind. I Glad your mind crossed there. We should take a trip. My mind crossed. We should burn it down. Horn hops on the road. Let's take yeah. your mind. We'll go visit that museum and go to a brewery. Hate all of you. So and then we'll go watch Pet Cemetery. We better start a patron <laughs> account yes. because that ain't happening. <laughs> all right. So anyways, before y'all force me to go there. Um, so I thought, what I thought was so cool about the ending was they they literally like he puts the music box down and then his wife is like oh hey there's a priest who wants us to go check out another case and then the movie they just kind of shut the door and it's one yeah. of those like like to me what i took that as is you know you got this wife who's nearly been they were kind of ambiguous again we didn't mention this earlier but it's kind of ambiguous whether she was like slightly possessed or if she just like literally saw into like the soul of a demon that's what i kind of took it as um but i mean you know they just went through this horrible ordeal and they literally just, she just shuts the door and, she, you know, like, up. Oh, that's the end of today. On to tomorrow. As all if nothing happened. All their cases, though, like, that's kind of how it was for them. They yeah, were just like, all right, we helped them amazing. out. But it's like, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie is 
the cheesy ending, I guess you could call it the cheesy not part. Cheesy, when uh, it's not cheesy. I didn't think it was. Um, but I guess it be it could be viewed by that by sure. I could I, I could haters, see people saying that. That's haters, the term haters. Haters. Haters gonna hate, right? Hate. Hate. hate Did I say hate. that right? I think so. You're welcome. T Swift. I'm old. T Swift. T Swift. Yeah, go ahead. Well, he just says that one. Of my, I like that look that uh, Office Space Ron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his name in the movie? The dad, uh, Roger. Roger. He's he, the, the whole family runs out to see the other daughters who have been brought from the hotel, and so their the whole family is having this moment. Like the girls are so happy that their mom's back. Yeah. Like that he's happy because that's what uh, he was actually awesome throughout the whole movie as like a dad, like of like a a dad of you know five girls and his wife and his whole family's like terrified and just something's happening to him and he he did a great job in that movie yeah but i love the scene at the end because there were several times in the movie where he would be talking to ed and he would say i want to thank you for what you're doing here which is like the old-fashioned like i'm i'm sure i'm I'm gonna show you some gratitude for helping my family out but it's like that last scene at the end after everything that's happened he's hugging his family on the yard on the lawn right and he like looks at ed and ed and lorraine are hugging on the porch just doing their whole kind of cheesy like you did it no we did it <laughs> and but they make ed and roger make eye contact and they just do that manly like yep. that nod you know that whole like thanks and it's like that's like a a thumbs up kind of like i got you man what i what i was thinking is uh earlier on in the movie which we was like the only comic relief in the movie when uh ed is working on roger's car and uh he was like, I've always, Ed was like, I've always wanted, me and my wife have always wanted a place in the country, you know? And uh, Roger was like, I'll show you this one. Yeah, I'll show you this one. <laughs> yeah. I'll you this one. <laughs> when they nodded yeah. at each other at the end, that yeah. was like, that was a deal breaker. Yeah, they're right friends there. now. Like, they're like, they're going to be lifelong buddies from here on out. It's like, that's right. But, and, you know, I feel like everything I've read about the Warrens, that's how they really were in real life. It's like, that's how Ed was. It's like, and Lorraine still is, if she's willing to, you know, be a part of all these because the conjuring is a whole universe now, which I want to talk about after we wrap up the movie talk. Um, some really cool things I read about the conjuring three, which will be coming out. So Caleb wrap us up. We pretty much have talked about it, right? Yeah. I mean, I we, get, we reached our ending point. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, the ending is literally, they shut the door. You, you hear the music box starting to play by itself, you know, and oh, kind, yeah. of, kind of telling one, you that's demons. something I loved, you know, yeah. that, that, that music box start playing, well, the, the camera the pans to it and you're waiting for that last little jump scare. Wasn't they don't there. give it to you. I, I, I was, you yeah, it was it great. You, that's no. one of my favorite parts about it. But I thought, like I said, I think that goes back to the, the, like I said a second ago, you know, the whole keep the genie in the bottle. Like clearly it's still there. It's just, it's stuck there. Yeah. I think that was the kind of the, the way they wanted to end it. You can't see it though, but it's still there. I think that, and I think that whole like room, that's what's awesome about like the God Conjuring awesome. universe is like you look around in that room and you're like, man, they could tell so many stories. And yeah. that really happened too. Like the cameras were just rolling and the music <laughs> box went off. It's like when that's that why they kept it rolling. Like, yeah, when it panned this. Well, that's what we've learned. We've Ryan has taught us about all horror movies is that there's no special effects, practical there's, effects. Right. There's no practical effects either. No, it's all practical. All practical. All, all practical. Real. All real. Remember no Wikipedia? CGI. There's a lot of birds in the Conjuring, and that was real. They all died. Yeah. Peter was pissed. They were all possessed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of possessed, Conjuring 3 will yes. be coming out next year. And the things I was reading about was that James Wan was talking about, he's not directing this Conjuring 3, but oh. he'll be producing. He's going to have a big step in. I think I want to say it's the guy who like shot the first two, like the cameraman, is going to be directing the third one. Good call. Is that right, Thunder? That, yeah. Um, 
which is a good sign. I mean, if yeah, James, some, that's James Watt, like right, coaching him. Shots. Yeah, yeah that's one of the other things. If the uh, collaboration is there, to, it should be. It should I'll be jump good. back to what James Wan was talking about camera work. He always said one of his big things with, you know, the haunted house thing has been done. Just like he was talking about with the basement exorcism scene. He's like, all right, how can I make that different? His haunted house thing was like, anytime a door creaked or something like that, he made sure that like you, you saw the character and then the camera immediately moved behind them and followed them to where you never knew what was going to be in front of them. And that builds so much tension like for a movie to not have like blood and gore and be and like still be considered an extremely scary movie it's because of that like a door creaking is gonna make caleb pace around the living room every you time. know yeah and, and you got a gift to james wan i mean he's he's been shooting underwater <laughs> probably the past year i always think and, uh, hard, hard, serious <laughs> Aquaman's difficult. He I put, am serious. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he shot the in the water. Aquaman uh, could breathe. James Wan couldn't. He's having there. Yeah, but it's oxygen tubes. They I wonder if it's the same cameraman. Has to readjust. Doing, that's probably why he's not doing Conjuring Three. He's like, dude, I have just, I gotta breathe. So what I, I would like to see is <laughs> I need to take a, a Conjuring movie underwater. <laughs> that's probably Conjuring Four. I guess That'd be well, a tough scene. Him and James Cameron should collaborate. The Titanic. That's probably haunted. Underwater. Haunting version, and this, but it, I can see the opening. Jack comes from the water. He's like, "I'm back, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> opening said, "Done." Christ on his throne. He'll be coming back. <laughs> but the Conjuring Three. What was exciting that I read was that they were asking somebody, whoever was doing this interview, I was reading, as asking James Wan. They said, "You know, you're doing a whole universe now." Which, if you're not familiar with the Conjuring universe that's out, it's you know, it's been the Conjuring one and two, Annabelle. One and two, and the nun. But uh, I don't know if I'm missing one or two, but I think that's all there is for that. Yeah. Um, but this new and that you talked about in the intro, though. I mean, is that well, he's a, not, and I don't know. I think he's directing it or he's producing it. He has a big part in it, but it's not. I don't know if it's directly a part of the Conjuring universe. Yeah. James Wan is directing it. Uh, but to, I think I read that's Father why Perez he's not is reprising his role for Man of Yeah, I think that's why he's not directing Conjuring Three is because he's doing this the movie that Kevin was talking about earlier. Um, but with the Conjuring Three, they were asking him, "What's your goal with this whole thing?" And Caleb, you'll like this a lot. I won't. He had said, um, "If he could do what Marvel did with the Avengers, and if he could do that with Conjuring, why he wants to do a movie that includes uh, the Warrens fighting all of them? Ooh, my nightmare! Which well, would be like it's like a nerdy superhero movie. I'm thinking about. I was like, There's nothing I was, superhero I was like, about that. Oh, dude, Stupid. the Warrens fighting down. It's like." Yeah. The cover of The Exorcist, but with Ed and Lorraine standing there being like, let's do this shit. Like, they're going to take down all of them. The Nun. No. They have a one, I think it's called The Crooked Man. Crooked Man. That's another one that James Wan has coming out. Is it out. Spiral Meningitis again? Is it no Spiral again? Meningitis oh. this time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know where spinal. The Crooked Man comes from. I think Sorry. it's from The Second Conjuring. You can see a little bit in there. But the uh, I'm just excited. I'll, I'll watch anything. James Wan has a, has a hand with Aquaman and Fast Seven included. Fast Seven, um, but every yeah, ever since I saw the Conjuring in theaters, I was like, I'll watch anything this guy has. Makes one of us. Um, well, that makes three of us. I think Ryan and Kevin are with me on that. Makes four. We of us like them. We'll make Caleb watch them. There we go. Well, that's also true. Well, this was a lot of fun. No, it was I like not. the Conjuring a lot, Caleb. I'm. We do have another episode coming up. He's already agreed to it. So whether he's out or not, <laughs> we will have more coming. We will. This has been the Horror and Hops. I do want to uh, share one story with you guys real quick before we 
ended up, if it ends up being too long, we can edit it all out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But something happened to me last night at my house here. We record our episodes in my home. And uh, last night, something crazy happened to me. And by far, like, the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my home. Um, I, haven't, I haven't told any of them about this yet today. But last night, I was sitting in this room here where we're recording, sitting right where Thunder's at over here in my on the couch. And I decided I was going to watch The Conjuring and just watch, like, the fun little bonus things, see if I could catch some things. And it wasn't even a scary part, but it was after the uh, someone standing behind the door scene. You know, I was a little intense. I was like, oh, that's the scary part. And it ends, and right outside this window, behind Caleb, there's a window here. I don't mean to scare you, Caleb. But I heard a voice say, come here. Oh, shit. I don't know. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me keep going. I'm sorry. Mm. It said, "Come here, come here." And I pause my iPad. I'm like, "Am I hearing something?" And I'm sitting there, just like, "What is happening right now?" Because you know, the horror movies, especially when you watch a lot of them, your adrenaline's always kind of up after you watch them. Especially when you're watching them, you know, mm-hmm. you, you think you hear a noise, all kinds of stuff. So I pause it and walk slowly over to that window. Why? And I can hear Leave it. The room. I can hear it plain as day. Come here. And then it goes deeper. Come here. I was like, what is going on right now? And I'm thinking in my head, it was like, this is a horror movie that's happening in real life. Like, I'm hearing a ghost in my house. Oh my and God. because of Katie, my wife, not loving horror movies so much, she has been telling me since we've started this podcast, like, I don't know what kind of spirit you're bringing into our house, but you <laughs> got to watch it. So as soon as I heard that the voice, I was like, I was like, yes. But as soon as I heard that voice, I was like, am I bringing spirits? What is that? That's a voice. So I run into my living room here on the outside thinking I'm going to look out my, my front window and see wow. like what that was. No. And I don't see anything. And then I move to the furthest window over here. And it's, it's hard when you're not in my house. But right outside my front window, you can see our street. And we have a little lamppost right at the end of our driveway. It's in the grass. And it's not in the road it's in the grass like in our yard and when i look out the window there was there is someone standing next to that lamppost <laughs> just standing there and and it they're staring at me yeah. like they're looking right back at me and i'm like oh my god this is this is a real thing. Oh my I was like, I'm not. I'm not imagining this. <sighs> this is really happening. I'm like, someone is standing. How many envies did you have? No, <laughs> no envies last night. I actually, I have one. <laughs> I had one envie. <laughs> uh, I was drinking an envie while I was watching the movie. But I remember that in my head. I was like, I'm sober now. But I just remember thinking, like, oh, this is a real thing. Like, this is. I don't know how else you think about it. It's just like I, there's a person in my yard. <laughs> so I'm standing there, kind of watching, and I'm like, I can either. You know, all the options running through my head is like, I, I can turn on my lights and scare them. I can just start, I can just go outside and run at them and scare them. Or I can just like, <laughs> I can call like, the cops. Booga, 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 booga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done if I ran outside. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking in my head is like, what do I do? So I'm like, I'm just going to wait here and see what happens. So I'm just, and it's, that's why when we're watching these movies with Caleb and he's like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? That's what I was thinking last night. I was like, why am I just standing here staring at this thing? And the person that's out there, all of a sudden they squat and they get into like, they don't sit all the way down, but they kind of squat. I was like, oh, they're moving. What is happening? And as I'm sitting there watching, after like 30 seconds, this person starts 
kind of waving their hands down, like they're like like floating upwards, you know, like they're raising their hands up and down. And I was like, what is going on? And I don't I don't own a gun or anything. I have a hatchet in my house and I ran and got my hatchet. Yes, you did. And I held it behind my back and still stared. I came back and they were still doing it. Oh my god. Going up and down, squatting down. You came back and looked again and they're still there. Yeah, still there. And I was like, what is happening here? And all of a sudden, like the person stands up and they're looking right at me. I was like, all right, I either have to call the police or I have to go outside. It's like there's one or two or and my other thing I'm thinking is like, this is a ghost. Like, I've brought something into my house and now it's messing with me and it's like trying to scare me. So I'm thinking in my head, just like, and because I was watching the conjure, I'm like, what would Ed do? Ed wouldn't be scared. So I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, don't be scared. Just w- like, E-D, just, w- like just know what this is and just acknowledge what it is and just don't be scared. So I'm, I'm just telling myself that at the same time. It's like, don't be scared of this. And all of a sudden, this person starts creeping towards me. And it's not like oh a creeping. God. Are you inside it's, or outside? I'm inside my house. Talking. I'm inside my house. Like, and Looking it's right outside. Window. It's right here. I'm pointing. No one uh. listening can see this, but I'm pointing. It's right there. I got to sleep tonight. And it's it's hard to do this on a podcast, but it's not just like it's creeping. The hands are up in the air I've like a scary it. thing. Oh. And it's high knees, you know, tiptoeing. And I'm like, what is this? And right when they started doing that, they got like four steps where I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, this ghost, there's a demon walking towards me. Uh, All of a sudden, right when they're coming up out of the book there. So I forgot to mention that in front of my window, there's some hedges. A dog runs out of those hedges and I see the person that's standing there go, they throw their hands into their face, just like, Ugh, and the dog sits somewhere else in my yard. Son of a bitch. I start to realize it's just some person who can't control their dog uh, and the dog's uh, in my yard and they're trying to like, calm their dogs and slowly oh, walk oh, towards wow. it and slowly walk towards their dog and, and get it. So I was just like, <laughs> all right. So I turned the light on and the dog stops and then the dog runs and she runs after it. I see it's a girl. She runs after the dog <laughs> and they get in a car like two houses down and the dog jumps in the car and they drive off. And But I'm just like, oh my God, that was like, I almost... <laughs> Almost threw my hatchet at you. Like, I thought you were a demon. <laughs> but I was sitting there, all I thought about I was afterwards. More scared I, in that conversation. I came, in here, then. I came in here afterwards and I sat down. I was like, I guess I got to finish this movie because we're no, doing the don't. podcast tomorrow. No, you don't. So I, 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 saw, I sat here thinking about it and I was like, you know what? Every time Caleb says, like, why would you do that? Why would you, why would you just stare at it? If so, anybody, if that was a movie, everybody watching would be like, why are you just standing there? Why are you just standing there? <laughs> But it was like, as soon as, I, I promise you guys, I mean, as soon as I walked out and saw someone, she wasn't just crouched down. It was a person like standing there like Michael Myers, you know, like a silhouette of a person in my yard. I'm like, this is real. There's someone in my yard. I'm like, what do I do right now? Mm-mm. Well, if Caleb does come back for another episode, <laughs> it's not, yeah, I guess we not may here. have to move <laughs> locations. But, oh, gosh. I would have killed her. What was funny is I woke up this morning and was telling Katie about that, and I forgot to lead off with the fact that it ended up a funny ending. It was just some woman who we all, everyone's dog owners here. Yeah, we know what it's like. Sometimes your dog does not listen to you. My dog's an ass, and you can. I've done that with a dog before. Try to get them by the collar, and they're like laying still, and you tiptoe up to them, and right when you close, they bolt, and it. I mean, once I saw her palms in her in her face, and she was just like, "Ugh!" I was like, "Oh, I see what's going on here." 
I would have thrown a hatchet at her. That's what would have happened. That immediately happened, and I was like... You never told KD it was somebody... No, I did. But I forgot to mention it before I told the story. So as I'm halfway through, she goes... We can't stay here tonight. <laughs> she's like, she's I'm with you, like, no, no, no. I was, I was like, oh, no, no, no. It ended up being okay. Like, I and I watched it on our security cameras. I finally found it. Like, I, we have security cameras on our front yard, and I was watching, and I'm like, that's the whole thing scared me. I saw the whole thing unfold, and I was like, man, what a terrifying thing to see. But as soon as I, I promise y'all, if you you've never been scared until you're sitting in a quiet room watching a hair, scary movie, and you hear, come here. <laughs> right outside the window. <laughs> like, that was the scariest oh. thing I've witnessed. And I watched a lot of horror movies, so I always scared myself. I would have like, gone every to jail for murder that night. I would have killed her. That's what yeah. I would have run outside and like punched her in the face and not even felt bad about it. <sighs> I'm like, you had this coming. She scared me. So if by some small reason in this universe that my neighbor is listening to this, you scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, just knock on the door and say, I need help with my dog. <laughs> or my dog's in your yard. Sorry, I'm standing in yours. <laughs> That's what my eyes all was thinking was like, why are you in the yard? <laughs> if you're in the street, that's one thing, but you are in my yard, <laughs> close to my house, and you're walking slowly <laughs> towards it. <laughs> Man, when she started creeping, I lost my heart, my stomach immediately. That expression of your stomach's in your throat, yeah. I could taste everything in my stomach. I was just like, I'm about to throw up. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. Good thing I had a machete. Machete. I'm sorry. I machete. I, like I wish machete I had a machete. Better. Machete. Uh, that was my story. As soon as that happened, too, I was like, I'm going to share that. Good. Since we're recording tomorrow night. That was fun. To get all of you guys in you here. You had but me until you figured out what it was. I, was like, I know. I, I couldn't end it falsely. I had to. Appreciate that. Say what happened. I'll for sleep Caleb's better sake. tonight now. Yes. Thank you. So he, can, so he can go in the driveway and get, get back in his vehicle and drive home. Yeah. That's going to. Yeah. Well, I hope you survive the next few nights, Caleb, while you get over the conjuring. Thanks. Thanks for sitting through it for us. Mm-hmm. We are the Horror and Hops podcast. This has been a lot of fun. No. Ryan, Kevin, Caleb? No. Caleb's still upset. Kevin, Caleb, Kevin? Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, A big thank you to Parrish Brewing Company Amen. for their delicious Envie, Envie? beer. Enjoy the Tall Boys. The Tall Boys are the best. Amen. Keep them coming. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. A big thank you to Thunder John yeah. over there on the couch. I'm glad we got to watch Thunder's favorite horror movie. Yeah. Three episodes in. Uh, he's going to be around for all of them. Glad to hear. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Horror and Hops Podcast. We are on Twitter at Horror and Hops, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean. We're on a lot of them. You're everywhere. Yeah. Please leave a, uh, leave a review. Let us know what you think, good or bad. We'd love to hear it. Subscribe so you can hear every new episode, and we will keep them coming. We liked torturing Caleb. So thank you very much for listening. It's been the Horror and Hops Podcast. We will see you next time.